0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie it, come on Everybody boogie bumper tonight No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie it, come on Everybody boogie bumper tonight No one's gonna tell me how to boogie come on Everybody boogie bumper tonight
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Your once a week. The once a week edition of the Daily Boogie. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Hope you had a lovely week. Thank you you for coming. See you in hell. Hope you had a lovely week. Because I certainly did. We've got so much to get to. We actually do have so much to get through tonight. Yesterday, I had nothing. I had no ideas, no inspiration, no clue, Nothing. And now we've got far too much. So thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along on Twitter, you know where to go. Amberlina with the diamond. Thank you for the diamond, Amberlina. Very generous of you. Very generous of you. Yeah, so if you want to follow along on Twitter, you know where to go. Uh, You know where the podcast is. You know all the stuff. Thank you for joining us. Tonight, as the title suggests, we will be getting into the ballad of ed Durr. have you heard about ed Durr? have you heard about this ed dur guy have you heard about this ed Durr fella <laughs> <sighs> drinking a nice australian beer today rarely do i drink australian beer honestly i'm not much of a patriot tend to get like, you know, I I buy a lot of American beer actually. But then if I have to get something, you know, fancy, European beer all the way. Just a cheap, cheap local piss today for the Friday night edition of the show. So we'll get into Ed Durr. Ed Durr won uh, an election by spending $137 on his campaign. And I remember back in, what, 2018, 2020, there have been stories before of people, like, spending a ridiculously small amount of money and basically just having, like, a Facebook campaign and doing really well out of it. There was a guy who won, I think he won in, like, some local county elections or something, and he spent, like, 48 bucks. Remember that guy? So I saw this story a couple of days ago, and I thought, ooh, I'd like to have a look at that. The, the fiscal conservative in me says this is fantastic because one of my pet peeves is the amount of money that politicians spend on elections. And, it, you know, it's it's contradictory for me, right? It's a tough one for me, I'll admit it. Because being, a you know, a bit more libertarian-minded, especially when it comes to economics, when it comes to spending on elections, I could almost be convinced, I'll put it that way, I could almost be convinced that regulating how much money politicians can spend and just allocating it and even if it's taxpayer money I'm almost in favour of it that's how much I hate it like say okay you get 50 million bucks and that's it no donations right no funding 50 million each good luck 1 million for each state spend it wisely fuck them that's what I tend to think. Of course, it'll never happen because where are you going to get all your favours from? But So we'll get into the Ballad of Edward Durr a little later on. Uh, I also put a tweet out. It's a free-for-all. So if you head to my Twitter timeline, if you want to cover a topic or you've got an article or a clip or whatever, then throw a link under that tweet and we'll get to it later on. A few people sent some stuff through, so we'll have a look at that. Um, but as so often happens on this show, I had a plan. I had an idea of what we were gonna do. And then a couple of minutes before we went live, I saw this headline and it just went straight to the top of the pile for tonight. First cab off the rank, ladies and gentlemen. This is fucking amazing. Slate, I think my partner's reason for suddenly wanting kids might be racist. We'd originally agreed not to have children, but now he's saying our genes are too smart not to pass on. Uh Uh-oh. Your terms are acceptable. Dear dear care and feeding. Imagine the sleepless nights, ladies and gentlemen. You've been married to this man. You love him. He loves you. You didn't want kids, and now it's like, well, he's starting to bring it up more and more when you're laying in bed just before you go to sleep. You think he might want them. And then all of a sudden, your worst dreams are realized when you, you know, come to the understanding that you've in fact been laying next to an Nazi all this time and you never even knew. And that's how dangerous they are. Ladies, if you're listening uh, next to your partner or your husband or your boyfriend or whatever, I just want you to turn to them right now, look them in the eyes and ask them, are you a white supremacist? Okay? You'll know if he's lying or not. Because if he says no, then ask him, does he want kids? And if he says yes, well, then he must be a racist. See? When my partner and I met several years ago, he agreed with me that it would be irresponsible to have children given the state of the world. They're one of those. Particularly with respect to climate change. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You imagine imagine these levels of narcissism, ladies and gentlemen. I think we all can be a little narcissistic from time to time. Imagine thinking that you deciding not to have a child is going to save the world. <laughs> My superpower is not getting knocked up. Wow, good for you. Earth can... The sons and daughters of Earth can sleep easy knowing that you're going to be celibate. not fucking great? <laughs> I've only become more convinced of this as we've watched extreme weather events literally burn down part of our state. So one bushfire season and she wants to shut up shop for good. But several of our friends have had babies recently. Something that I don't approve of... <laughs> Oh <laughs> look, I'll, I'll admit um, in certain circumstances the whole baby rituals can be a little tiresome, you know. you get like the the, the famous Seinfeld bit you've gotta see the baby. You've gotta see the baby. <laughs> of course that can that can get tiresome and and predictable and all the rest of it and a bit annoying. but it's a next step altogether, isn't it? <laughs> Just... Well, several of my friends have had babies and I don't approve of that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I do not believe they are valid measures of anything and I've found this whole line of conversation bizarre and probably racist, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sorry, I skipped. I skipped the, the all-important part. Recently, he asked me if I ever thought that the world would be better with more people like us in it <laughs> and told me that it would be dysgenic for us not to have babies because we're both smart. Oh dear. Now this is, you can imagine the shock in this poor young wife when being told this information. You can just imagine all this time I've had a white supremacist dick in me. How disgusting. Although I always scored very high on standardized tests, I do not believe they are valid measures of anything And I found this whole line of conversation bizarre and probably racist. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) They don't even they don't even know what they're upset about. Ever. (laughs) Probably what do you mean probably? They don't even know why it's wrong. They just feel like it is. That's the, that's the power of this. It can, it can make otherwise, you know, well-adjusted normal people just feel miserable for no reason. I found this whole line of conversation bizarre and probably racist. Frankly, I thought he was too enlightened to believe such things. We do have a high opinion of ourselves, don't we? <laughs> Well, I could only ever be in love with an enlightened man. Oh, really? And now he wants to save the race. How awful for you. Surely a smart man would want to, you know, just in a nihilistic, uh, utopian way, just kind of step off the cliff into non-existence as quickly as possible, wouldn't you? I mean, what's the point of all this, really? May as well just get it over with. <laughs> That's what an enlightened person would say, I think. I'm currently listen to listen to this. I'm currently staying with a friend while I decide what to do. So she left him because of this. She left her partner because he said that they were too smart to not have kids. Because she felt like it's probably racist. <laughs> Should I break up with him? The young lady continues. Should I break up with him? And if not, how do I make him come to his senses? Now this, I haven't read the reply, okay? So I'm going to ask you, how do you think this is going to go? Press one in the chat if you think that the general tone of the reply. So this is one of those jobbies where people write in to get fucking advice, right? Life advice. From somebody who works at Slate. <laughs> I don't know who.
2: Happy Hanukkah, Bye. my nigga! Oh. Winning underscore TV tipped $5. Hero, 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 he needed hero, this. Hero, hurrah, hurrah!
1: Which video? Is the video? What video is there?
3: Nice guys, finish last. That's why I'll treat you like trash. What I really wanna do.
2: But
1: I guess we're doing this then.
3: Only date bad guys, so I'll give you my best try to treat you well want me to I'll
4: never open a door or pull out a chair. You can tell me how your day was, but I don't really care.
1: I've I've had a lot of life changes recently. And you know I'm working different times now, and doing it's like completely different to what it was. So I've missed a lot of shows. I have no idea, Phil, and you know, you, Phil and the rest of you lot, like Daywave and JJ and the rest. Of, I have no idea what you guys are into these days. What the hell is this? What are we doing here? <laughs> I've got no idea what you cunts are into. I was just explaining to Greeno on the starting block last night about Joy of Pessy, right? And, you know, Greeno was like, he was like, I, can't, I couldn't figure it out, but I was getting tagged with something called Cum Mustard or something like that, Cum Mustard. And, and I said, look, the, the thing is with Joy of Pessy, right, their plot moves so fast and the law just kind of builds on itself at an exponential rate. It just keeps going and going and going. So, if you if you miss out on like one or two Pessy shows at the most, you'll come back and you'll have no fucking idea what they're talking about. I've been on Pessy's show, and half of the shit they they say, I have to say to Pessy, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've got no idea. It's like, so we what? When when did we have the? Okay, so the dancing horse was last month. All right, last week was it? Oh, okay. And now people are Ken posting. Who's Ken? What? Did, how did this happen? Oh, cum mustard and the bread pheasants. What is? You, you cannot keep up with the with the storylines. <laughs> and so now you know Phil's Phil's sending me this. Whatever this is. <laughs> like I don't know what's going on over there anymore. Like, what are you daytime people doing? What are you doing with your lives? What is this? Us nighttime streamers, we don't have time for this kind of malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know what the hell this is.
1: Thank you for the uh, thank you for the tip, Phil. <laughs> DLive.tv slash winning TV is on both Saturday and Sunday, I believe. Victor von Schroom. Alright, so. The, I, I don't know if the slate I don't know if the reply is either going to go yes he's probably a racist or two what are you some kind of whack job press one in the chat if you think it's going to be yes he's a racist you should run away immediately press two in the chat if you think it's going to be wow you're an insane person why hasn't he left you yet what do you think one or two Mostly have it, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like the ones just in front. Let's have a look here. Dear, not breeding. You've got two different issues percolating here. Neither of which, I hate to say it, bodes bodes well, particularly well for your relationship. Oh dear. It looks like it looks like it's coming to an end, according to Slate. When I met my husband, neither of us thought we would have a child, either, for a mix of complicated reasons that included climate change. What's with the fucking people not having sex for climate change? What's wrong with you? How many people out there are not legitimately not having kids because they think it's going to save the planet? What's wrong with you? You having a kid is not going to change anything beyond you know your family structure right you 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 deciding not to have a kid is not going to save anyone from climate change what are they teaching you who, who told you this who gave you this fucking horrible burden to carry around imagine waking up with the every day with the guilt of knowing that if you have a child, you're going to be personally responsible for the end of the planet. I mean, what a what a burden these people have. Unbelievable. Some might say that I'm a loner But I just call it being free Free from kids and climate change. When I met my husband, neither of us thought we would have a child, either for a mix of complicated reasons that included climate change. We ended up having one, just one. As Bill McKibben suggests, and while I sometimes despair for what she might experience and for her potential negative impact on the world, I don't generally regret it. Isn't that nice? Isn't that sweet from Mummy? eh? (laughs) I love you, Mummy. I don't regret you,
3: darling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how sweet of you. Happy birthday, my little Susie. Mummy doesn't regret you as much as she thought she would. Oh, I love you too, Mummy. There are a million futures she might have, and nothing is set in stone. I think part of the reason the should I have kids because of climate question gets so fraught. Is that nobody is ever 100% having or not having a kid because of climate? Oh, okay. Good. That's that's reassuring. Everything else here seems above board. There are all kinds of other factors that go into the decision, but obvious ones and more subconscious and personal ones. Take the argument that you shouldn't have a child because that child might suffer a lot in the future from the chaos climate change is causing,
3: ladies
2: and gentlemen.
1: This is the most persuasive climate-related anti-reproductive argument to me. (laughs) Fuck these people. And, And the one I still think about constantly, constantly thinking about it.
2: It's
1: just on my mind, 24 hours a day, how if I have a child, I'm going to destroy the planet. I'm just thinking about it constantly. Cheery girl, huh? Your embrace of that particular uh, uh, argument might come about because you had very little security in your life and don't want that for your child. Or perhaps you had a very little security in your life and relatively happy uh, happy regardless, so you may dismiss that argument as irrelevant. Oh, thank God, that's a load off. It's never just an isolated act of risk assessment. It's a risk assessment plus... (laughs) All of, which, uh, all of which is to say, you're in a mess here. Your boyfriend's stated reason for changing his mind strikes me as, A, indeed a little bit racist. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we got there. You see, it's, it's not her fault, it's his fault because it is in fact racist to change his mind right now. Thank God we. It's so easy to unearth these Nazis, isn't it? Why do we need like you know millions of dollars of surveillance spent trying to find right wingers and white supremacists and whatnot when they when they so clearly out themselves every day? Honey, you know I've been thinking. I think we should have kids. You know, you're smart. I'm smart. I think our kids would be smart. You know, it's not a bad idea, is it? My husband is racist. Found another one. Round him up. Throw him in the back of the van. He's off He's off to the COVID Safety and Protection Centre. Okay, so he's indeed a little bit racist. Or at the very least, the kind of thing a person who loves the movie Idiocracy might say to sound smart. And then they've put in brackets, ladies and gentlemen, look at this. Red flag <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck off Weaver What is this shit man Ugh. God these little fucking Pop ups and stuff Off you go Just delete the whole lot of you Bye bye now See you later What are you doing to me man What the fuck? Oh, I've got one of these um, plugins, like to highlight, and it's just—it has just gone off its tits and come up in every single box, in every single window. <laughs> and we can't get rid of it. Oh my god! All right. Don't mind me. I mean, this is a fabulously uh, professional operation here, as you know, so we take ourselves very, very seriously indeed. Um, Okay. Alright, well, I guess we'll just. It's a refresher thon in here, ladies and gentlemen, in the Daily Boogie studio. Having to... Re- oh, no, that means that's going to reload again. It's an absolute nightmare in the Daily Boogie studios, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God, I've got to reload this one too. Fuck me. Thank you, I can't see it. <laughs> Thank you very much for the diamond, Amberlina. I can't see it because it's stuck behind this pop-up window that I can't get <laughs> of. Oh, fuck. These things are out of control. We need to stop having this situation where we allow... Where we fucking allow the programs to tell us what to do. No, no, no. I'll update you when I fucking feel like it. Do not make this... A permanent thing. I'm sorry. I need to perform this task. Net. No, you don't. I will tell you because once we start letting the computers tell us what to do, we we are fucked, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we cannot give up that power. Okay, I think I've everything. I think I've got everything sorted out now. It didn't take that long. Jesus Christ! One misclick causes just. That's when you know you've got too much shit floating around on your desktop. One misclick causes 10 minutes of like, oh God. <laughs> Where the fuck were we? God, I hate everything right now. All right, so A is he's in fact a little bit racist. Um, now listen to this. He is indeed a little bit racist, or at the very least, the kind of thing a person who loves the movie Idiocracy might say to sound smart, and then in brackets, red flag. Red flag. So if you like idiocracy, if you're an idiocracy fan, then you're you're probably also a racist. (laughs) Everyone knows Mike Judge is basically soft core, you know, white supremacism. You might be able to talk him out of the first stance by explaining to him that with your ears, this line of argument is upsettingly aligned with some very bad history. What's wrong with them? And the whole thing sounds alarming coming out of his mouth. Alarming. They're, they're just terrified of everything, aren't they? <laughs> everything. They, they're constantly worrying about whether or not if they have kids, they'll cause, you know, destructive climate change, right? I mean, their partner says something, Babe, I think we should have kids because, you know, we're pretty smart So Our kids will be smart. You know, we've got good genes. And this then leads you leave him and stay at your friend's house and you're you you you're alarmed by the racist things that he's saying just fucking miserable people just misery on legs and i'm now at the age right where i don't even i don't even hate you i don't i just don't want you around me at all ever you know like if I'm, if I'm at a party or something or I'm out somewhere and, you know, you just say you're having like casual conversation over a cigarette or something. If somebody started talking to me about how, you know, they think having a kid is racist and, you know, we need to save the earth because of climate change. I'm not even going to argue. I'll nod my head in agreement. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that, yeah, that's pretty full on. Yep. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I'll do that for as long as it takes me to speed smoke, which is, you know, usually around two minutes, two and a half minutes to get one down. And I'll stomp it out and all right, I'll go, all right, have a good night. And I'll fucking, and I'll pray to the good Lord above that you attach yourself to someone else's hide and suck the life out of them while they're having their cigarette instead of me next time. And, you know, if, if my wife happens to be there or a friend or something, I'm going to go up to my friend and say, watch out for that one. They're a fucking lunatic. But, but to your face, I'm going to smile and everything and go, mm-hmm, yeah, that's good. You're good. You're, you're pretty smart, eh? Because, <laughs> like I said, I think I've, I've done my arguing. I've had big arguments and stuff with people. I just don't want to anymore. Like, I, it's not, I, I'm just not interested. <laughs> so you can literally say whatever you want. Yeah, I think climate change is a big problem. So I've decided not only to not have kids, but abort my friend's kids uh, while they sleep. You see, I'm drugging them here at this party, so don't have the punch. And uh, when they're asleep tonight, I'm going to uh, go and abort all of their fetuses because I think we need a drastic action for climate change. And I'll be like, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, too many people, eh? Yeah. All right. Well, you know, good luck and everything. So I'll see you next time. All right, bye. That's it. And off they go on their merry way. So you have it. All right. I did have another article here. I don't know if we'll get to it or not, because I kind of want to get into Edward Durr, ladies and gentlemen, but I did have this on the back burner from Salon. In the second... In the coming second American Civil War, which side are you on? This is from Salon. I guess I guess they're starting to heat up over there, eh? Civil war? What? What? <laughs> one election. One one local election or a couple of local elections, you know, Virginia and the new governor in New York. And fellas like the one we're about to cover—cover cover this Ed Dur—all of a sudden salons like the Civil War can't be stopped now. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get back to that a little later on. But first, Edward Dur Jr., ladies and gentlemen, this is the Washington Post. Republican truck driver and political novice defeats longtime New Jersey State President Steve Sweeney, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> the local fucking truck driver. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's good. It's good. I mean, that's fucking him. It's it's shit like that because it would it's so hu- not to like downplay the guy who won, obviously. But to the person who lost, like if you're the state president, whatever, uh, leader or what have you, then these people, you know, their position is their identity a lot of the time. You know what I mean? So he's he would feel, this morning, you know, when he wakes up, he would feel like nothing because he doesn't have his position anymore. Because he's out. He's been voted out. Gone. And it would be, he would feel humiliated by the fact that a truck driver who spent $137 or whatever it was, beat him. Like, that's how bad you were. This is a fucking amazing story. Truck driver Edward Durr, Jr. (laughs) Edward Durr, Jr. We've got ourselves a new fucking... (laughs) We've got ourselves a new hierarchy, ladies and gentlemen. Move over, Kennedy's. The Durrs are moving in. Edward Durr, Jr., the the first. (laughs) Has defeated New Jersey State Senate President Steve Sweeney in one of the most stunning Democratic losses in this year's elections. The Associated... And just on that... You know, the dramatic losses. Look, this happens every time. Historically, the same thing happened to Trump. The same thing happened to Obama. It's just historically, whenever, you know, if a Republican is in the White House, then the House and the Senate tend to, you know, like one cycle later, there's a bit of a lag, but one cycle later, they tend to flip back the other way. So if there's a Republican in the White House, the Senate and the Congress tend to go back to the Democrats and vice versa, but every time everyone pretends like, "Oh, you know, <laughs> this has never happened before." No, it literally happens every time. In in 2020, it was a bunch of Republican seats that were held since 2010, when uh, Obama lost his majority. Right, the Republicans won a lot of seats in kind of suburban areas outside uh, cities. And in 2018 and 2020, those slowly, they weren't lost by the Republicans. They were won back by the Democrats because they were held by the Democrats before that, right? Before Obama got in. You see how it works? But every time it's like, oh, this new trend, it's like, it's not new. It happens every time. Anyway, that's my little piss and moan for the day, for now. The Associated Press called the race. Why is. When did that happen? Why are they just allowed to decide now? They've taken it upon themselves. They've declared themselves, you know, the adjudicators of the election races. The Associated Press called the race. Who cares? Who cares what the fucking Associated. The Associated Press have said a lot of things. So what? called the race Thursday morning with Durr taking 52% 52 of the vote to Sweeney's 48. You you know, Bob, when you're right 52% of the time, you're wrong 48% of the time. The latest tally shows Durr with 32,497 votes to Sweeney's 30,268. Durr has never held elective office and ran unsuccessfully for a state assembly seat in 2019, in this year's campaign, Durr and his two state assembly running mates raised a total of17,400 dollars. <laughs> 17 grand. And he 17 grand got him a seat in you know the local Senate or whatever it is. Jesus and, and spent little over two and uh, 2,300 dollars. After after oh, pardon me, hours after the race I'm just so excited for this guy. Hours after the race was called in his favour, Dur face calls to resign over part Yes, here we go. Yes, yes, he's getting Ollie Robinson! He's getting Ollie Robinson! <laughs> yes! Yes! Come on! Another one! Another one, ladies and gentlemen. Hours after the race was called in his favour, Durr faced calls to resign over past social media posts in which he denigrated Muslims, (laughs) described Islam as a, quote, false religion, and played down the January 6th attack on the Capitol by a pro-Trump mob. So that's how quickly they whirred into gear. They didn't even know who he was and within hours of him winning all of a sudden he must resign look at this tweet we've got him (laughs) they they want to live in a protected false world where only the things that don't upset them exist No highs, no lows, no unpredictable moments, no fears, therefore no excitements, right? Just a grey, drab, bland continuum of average. Every day the same. No ups or downs any anything else is too dangerous and potentially harmful listen to this islamophobes and other bigots should not be in policy making decisions impacting the lives of americans of all faiths and backgrounds mr durr should either renounce his hate filled statements or oh, they've really come out they've fucking they've opened up strong haven't they <laughs> they've really come out of the gate with this fucking guy He hasn't even, he hasn't even taken his coffee cup into the fucking office yet. He hasn't even measured up to uh, put the new curtains in. He's already got to resign and renounce his hate-filled statements. Got so, so vicious straight out of the gate. (laughs) Oh, and it it, it doesn't, it, it says, you know, we need to make an example out of this guy. We can't have another person come. We can't have another outsider in here. Because God knows what they're fucking up to, right? God knows what they say to each other in private about people. But you know, we can't. We just can't have these examples out there. This 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 truck driver with gout, apparently, (laughs) who spent. $17,000 $17,000 and it's taken out, you know, our, our number two, our underboss here in the state fucking government, right? We just can't have, we can't have word getting out there that this can be done. So before he's even gotten into the fucking role, before he's even, you know, got his security pass from the security office in the, in the building ladies and gentlemen so he can swipe into his office before he's even done all that he's gotta resign hate-filled tweets ladies and gentlemen islamophobic bigotry fucking disgusting islamophobes and other bigots should not be in policy making positions impacting the lives of americans of all faiths and backgrounds mr Durr should either renounce his hate-filled statements or resigned from office, the Council on American-Islamic Relations said in a statement. On his bare-bones campaign website, Durr describes himself as a blue-collar and says he has been a commercial truck driver for 25 years. A Durr campaign video opens with the candidate stepping down from his truck and discussing the toll that coronavirus restrictions have taken on small businesses. Quote, the Senate president... All right, that's the ad, because I wanted to see the campaign ad, because I haven't seen it. It took me ages to find it. It's not anywhere on YouTube, so I guess for whatever reason, we're not allowed to see it on there. I couldn't find it anyway. Uh, So let's have a look here. Edward Durr's campaign commercial, ladies and gents.
5: Hello, my name is Edward Durr. I'm running for New Jersey State Senate. I've lived here all my life, raising my three kids. Are they dead?
1: In that, was, that was weird. I've been here my whole life raising my three kids, and then they showed three gravestones. It's weird. Why would you do that? I mean, you don't need a lot of money to know that that was probably an error on the, you know on the cutting room floor there. I don't think we storyboarded that one out properly. I don't think it was supposed to be the gravestones <laughs> right after, right after talking about your three kids. But anyway, that's all right, mate. He did win, so it doesn't really matter. Maybe he won. Maybe people voted for him because they felt sorry for him. Oh, I'm going to vote for that poor guy. He lost his kids. Really? Yeah. Didn't you see the gravestones? Oh, yeah. He was raising his three kids, and now they're all dead. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's got my vote. I've lived here
5: all my life, raising my three kids. In
2: 2020,
5: my opponent sat by. 2020. 2020. As Governor Murphy forced nursing homes to take in COVID nineteen patients, resulting in
1: the. I mean, he's giving it a he's giving it a red hot crack, isn't he? That's what I like about it. I mean, you know, he's just he's doing the best he can, and that's that makes me happy. He's put a little bit of effort in. Again, I just think the walking through the graveyard is a little macabre could have done something else there you know how about just walking down a an empty street with all the shop windows boarded up or something anyway through the graveyard if that's what gets you if that's what gets you you know your pickle a tickle fair enough but he's just he's just giving it a red hot go he's giving it a red hot crack ladies and gentlemen It's what i like about this it's not good quote unquote good in the terms of you know, good, but it's cheap and he's having a go and it's all right.
5: Murphy <laughs> forced nursing himself to take in COVID nineteen. Go for patients, it, mate. Go for it, old cut. The death of over 8, of our seniors. Come on, sir. He remains silent as Governor Murphy with his lockdown and mandates forced yep. the closing of over one third of our small businesses. Across the New Jersey family, thousands of jobs. Thousands of jobs. He has done nothing as seven out of every ten moves are leaving the state placing a heavier burden on those of us who remain. Oh, the Gaston
1: okay. flag, ladies and gentlemen, or as it's now known, Caution Danger Snake right there. Ladies and gentlemen. Caution Danger Snake. <laughs> Again, we referred to Joy of Pessy Law earlier in the show. If you weren't there for Caution Danger Snake, there's not much I can I can explain it. To, I can't. I'm not going to try. <laughs>
5: The Senate president has spent 20 years in Trenton, higher taxes, increasing debt, and a rising cost of living. Rising cost of living. We deserve better. New Jersey, it's time for a change. Get on that hog, mate. So together, let's end single party rule. Vote Woo! for me, Edward Dare, for
1: Senate. <laughs> The the hero shot as he rides away like Mad Max. (laughs) Off you go, Mr. Durr. Go fight for some freedoms. Well, he fucking won. He won. And what I think is interesting about this, because, right, we know that they have to make an example out of him. They can't have people out there getting this idea that they, as an average person, because their elected leaders are so incompetent and so corrupt. And, and so detached, and so elitist, and so ignorant of what you even, you know, the basic needs of your existence, right? They know that they can't have people out there understanding that, you know, the average person can maybe max out a couple of credit cards and beat them. They cannot have that out there their system is built on the fact that you know you can embed yourself in it it's it's built on the fact that it's a conti- everything in government is a continuation of itself nothing they do is ever aimed at uh stopping what they do right you know every every study every investigation just leads to more government that's that's the point of it is to just keep feeding on itself until it grows it's like, if you if you could eat yourself, would you disappear completely or end up twice as big? <laughs> Figure it out. So they can't have this out there. So now I'm wondering, okay, well, how then, you know, are we in the media? How then are we going to present this Edward Durr issue in a way that makes sense to our very small-brained uh, invertebrate audience? Right? slithering about the floor how are we going leaving exoplasm on the couch cushions how are we going to sell this to them in a way that makes sense to them because we must throw a dampener on this idea that the quote-unquote average person can just run for office and win so i have a couple of these clips here like these local news clips i haven't watched any of them i'm genuinely curious so we'll see what happens
4: this modest house near a highway in Gloucester County, the nerve center of a campaign that sent tremors through New Jersey politics. <laughs>
1: listen to it, listen to the fee.
0: <laughs> Look at this
1: guy's house. <laughs> How long have you been fixing that car, Mr. Senator? Oh, about
0: 35
1: years.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that car has been, the car was new when he parked it there.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that that thing has been up on Is look at the blocks at the back of the car. Has he just got that car resting on a couple of fucking paint tins or something? (laughs) (laughs) Look at the back. Look under the back door. That's Daddy's drinking car. I think it's resting on like a couple of paint tins and a couple of bits of timber or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's my pride and joy. So so this sent shockwaves, tremors, ladies and gentlemen, through New Jersey state politics. From Cape May to High Point, meet
4: truck driver Edward Durr.
5: I'm feeling real good the past 48 hours. Dressed up well. It's surreal.
4: Surreal because the AP declared President him the winner today in his race against state Senate, Senate President Steve Sweeney, <laughs> <laughs> the longest-serving Senate President in New Jersey and a product of the powerful South Jersey Democratic machine. In this campaign video, part of Ed a We're budget there. that spent less than $10,000, blue-collar life, worker who has, in fact, run for office before appealed to the base conservative voter in this part of Here the state. Here we go.
1: Government. Here we go. He's appealing to the base conservative voters, eh?
2: <laughs>
1: no, no, no 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 this this kind of sh- this is the kind of shit i was talking about on last week's show ladies and gentlemen this kind of shit from media cannot be allowed they cannot be allowed to just let that go through to the catcher you cannot allow that no 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 he, you don't get to say he's appealing to base conservative values or whatever. He's a fucking truck driver who spent less than ten thousand dollars. That's not the issue. It's not because he ran such a tight campaign, you fucking twat. <laughs> well, the reason he upset the, uh, you know, the Democrat candidate was because he appealed. His campaign appealed to the base you know, values of conservative voters. No, 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 no. He won because the other guy was fucking god-awful. That has to... That's the only reason. <laughs> it's... Fu- it's New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. It's fucking New Jersey. He beat the longest-serving Senate president of all time. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's because he appealed to base conservative values.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's not. He didn't even have any (laughs) money. So, fuck the media. They cannot be allowed to just say these things. Looking in Democrat after more than a year and a half of pandemic. Lucas in the chat. Uh, Actually, Boogie, it's white backlash. What we saw out there today was a white lash yeah.
5: it was a repudiation of the policies that have been forced down their throats. It's people told they can't have a job, they can't go to church, they can't go to school, they can't go shopping, they can't go and eat dinner.
1: You know what else I like about this guy too? How cool and fucking casual is he? He was born for this shit. God, I hope they don't change him. How disappointed would you be if he came out, started talking like Dan Crenshaw tomorrow? <laughs> How sad would it be? I hope they don't change him because the general rule is, you know, nice people don't last long. They don't. They get chewed up. They Their, their own party backstabs them and gets rid of them as quickly as they possibly can. You know why? Because they can't trust someone who isn't also on the take. It's like if you're in a squad and that you get a new team member and you kind of, you know, maybe after a job, you'll just leave a, you know, a wad of 50s just sitting there on the ground right next to his boot. See what happens. See if he picks it up or not. And if he doesn't pick it up, if he leaves it there or, you know, shuffles it off into an evidence bag, then, you know, you've got to get rid of him because he can't be trusted because <laughs> he doesn't lie. <laughs> You can only trust them if they're going to be on the take. So the good people kind of get, you know, they get weeded out, screwed over by their own party. The, the their own party will start quote unquote advising them in elections. They'll send them the professional team, right? This is the thing. This is what's going to happen. And I'm sorry to you know be the bearer of bad news, but this is what's probably going to happen. I pray that it doesn't, but it usually does. He's going to get in there. He's going to get, become part, you know, he'll be a rookie in the Republican machine. He'll be the coffee boy, right? And then they'll say, look, okay, great work, Edward. You beat the, you did something that we couldn't do for 20 years, but it was a fluke, my man. It was just dumb luck. But we believe in you, Ed. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to replace your entire campaign staff. Your current staff can stay on as kind of volunteers if they want but we're going to send you a professional who's going to revamp your whole thing to make sure you win the next election, right? We're going to fix you right up. And the next election will roll around and he'll take the advice because he thinks that they know what they're doing and they wouldn't possibly want anything bad to happen to him. And it'll be a fucking nightmare because he'll be trying to be as plastic as his opponent. And they'll just hammer him for being a white supremacist for a couple of years. And next thing you know, he'll be out. He'll be a one-trick pony because the machine will start to devour him slowly until there's nothing left. So if he's lucky, he'll get one term because he will turn and become one of them until they chew him up throw him out. Or if he's unlucky, he'll remain a nice guy and he'll be removed before the next election by his own party because he can't be trusted because he won't go on the take. That's Those are your two options. Happy democracy, everyone.
2: Happy Hanukkah, my nigga. (laughs) Grand (laughs) Shaw's missing, I tipped five (laughs) dollars. The Republicans will indoctrinate him quickly. Let's Let's go. go.
1: They might. Someone in the chat said he'll be on the boat to Israel next week. He'll be in Black Church two weeks from now. He'll be in Israel next week. Black Church two weeks from now. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. He'll be giving the keynote speech at CPAC two years from now and he'll appear on Halliburton promotional materials. (laughs) And the transition from, you know, seedy little truck grub to beautiful political butterfly will be complete. The metamorphosis will have, you know, run its course like like you know like say a certain communist bartender who now gets around in gucci dresses and shit ah the good old days ap in the chat ladies and gentlemen adonis paul joining us without doubt the most talented streamer on the internet no uh, it's you know if you appreciate Shows that are stilted and have a bit of umming and ahhing, then you probably love it here. If you like people who can actually talk and do it well, Adonis Paul, ladies and gentlemen, he's right on after everybody's favourite lover of French pussy, Mersh, at 10pm. And then you've got Adonis Paul up right after that. So go and check him out. Let's carry on here with Edward Durr. Let's... All right, so this is local TV in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. Shocking upset. Local truck driving man kicks out a senator of 20 years. Fucking let's go. A shocking upset in New Jersey's 3rd District truck driver, Edward Durr, wins over longtime State Senate President Steve Sweeney. Thanks for joining us here at 5 o'clock. I'm Jason Martinez. Oh, Jason. I don't know. Look. I've got to be brutally honest with you here, and this may upset people. This may be the most controversial thing I've ever said on this program, ladies and gentlemen. I am not a fan of the professional five o'clock shadow. Not a fan at all. That is, it is the it is the most gay adaptation of a beard that you can possibly have. Now, I have a little goatee, but I keep it really short, right? It doesn't grow out of control. I don't like beards full stop. I think beards are for hobos. You know, big, big, kind of thick, lustrous beards. I always just wanna get at it with a weed whacker. Ah. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and all of my bearded friends agree. <coughs> of course. But this this little trend here of this this kind of, you know, number one razor on the whole beard, it's too much. So we can't have it. Now, Dur has never held office before, and never Sweeney has been held in the Senate before, for Bob. 20
0: years. Our Jeff Cole spoke to both Not candidates. Anymore. He's live in West Deptford, and Jeff, Very this is an absolutely jacket, unprecedented political victory by a man who has called himself an average working New Jerseyan.
1: Yeah, he's called himself an average working New Jerseyan, but what we like to call him is the next David Duke. <laughs> I mean, he has repeatedly tweeted Islamophobic things. In fact, he should resign immediately. He should denounce his hate speech immediately.
4: Yeah, well, he certainly is that. He certainly seems to be that. That is uh, how he talks when we talk to him today. (laughs) Edward Jura said he is certainly excited to be declared (laughs) the winner by the Associated. These,
1: These people who have spent their entire careers in the media are so fucking awkward that they don't even know how to handle basic human interactions. Listen to this. Everything is a struggle. I'm telling, I'm telling you, it's real. They are so fucking miserable at their core. It, it, it influences every interaction they have with the rest of the world. Because deep down, it's just a holeless, barren wasteland. A soulless prison. There's nothing in there. There's no light. There's no spark. You can see it through the deadness of their eyes. They are so miserable. Okay, so let's go down to our on-the-street reporter, Bob. Now, Bob, he seems like a pretty blue-collar guy. Uh, Yes, that is uh, uh, what he sounded like when we spoke to uh, him and when he talked to us. Uh, uh, Yes, a very average guy. Jesus, everything's a struggle. (laughs)
0: has called himself an average working New Jerseyan.
4: It's Yeah, well, he certainly is that. He certainly seems to be that. That is uh, how he talks when we talk to him today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he took the long way there, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yes, well, he seems that. That's how he talks when we talk to him. And he, well, that's how he sounded when we talked to him today. Fuck, all right, mate. Was someone not expecting to get the first cross of the afternoon? Or... And Jeff, you're on in three, two, shit.
4: <laughs> hey, Edward Dura said he is certainly excited to be declared the winner by the Associated Press, but he says he will again.
1: Wait. Why is the Associated Press calling the fucking elections? <laughs> Serious question: Have I missed something? Has as have the government in some way have they hired the Associated Press to but now be the election watchers? What's happening here? Why is the associated when did that meeting happen? Why is the associated press now charged with calling the election? It's I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? <laughs> what do they know that we don't? And you know the so, he was very happy after the associated press called the election. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I don't get it, I don't get it. It's driving me nuts. When did this happen?
4: Eight for an official response a little later on in the month, yep. State Senate President Steve Sweeney, the longtime incumbent says he's not giving up just yet. You know, in workout clothing and unshaven, New Jersey Senate President Steve Sweeney admits it doesn't look good for him. So he's given up already.
1: He's had enough, he's done, he's out of there. Couldn't even have a fucking shave, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gone right back to being a slob, eh? Look at this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> he lost, he lost to a truck driver who spent less than 10 grand. The longest serving Senate president in New Jersey history. Out on his ass. Have a look at that. And I fucking hope, I hope and fucking pray that he was walking around his local community going, hey, why aren't the shops open? Oh. Hey, how come people aren't at work? Oh, that's right. (laughs) We closed everything. God, I want that to be true. I want him to be sitting there on his fat ass, unemployed, at home, Think to himself, you know what I could, you know what I could go for. I could go for a nice fucking pork rib sandwich with a bit of coleslaw on the side, maybe a bit of potato salad. You know what sounds, and I'll get it to go in one of the old styrofoam containers, right? Off he jumps, in he gets up, gets in his truck, he heads down down the shop, and it's fucking closed. What the hell is this? That was the shit you did, sir. Ah, oh, right. That's why I'm here in sweatpants now. <laughs> <laughs> unshaven and sweatpants. Given up on life, Bob. In workout clothing
4: and unshaven, New Jersey Senate President <laughs> Steve Sweeney admits it doesn't look good for him, but he's not giving up. If Give you've up. lost, why do you think?
2: If, well.
1: Clearly because he's a white supremacist and an Islamophobe, ladies and gentlemen. I saw something interesting the other day. Some fucking peasant tweeted out, <clears throat> uh, "It's not the messaging, folks. It's just that this country still loves white supremacy." And I and I thought, well, hang on. If that if it were true that the country loves white supremacy, wouldn't it be because of the messaging? <laughs> huh? Aren't you the ones that tell us that the messaging is a you know too racist and we need to clamp down on hate speech and all the rest of it? You're the ones who have been telling us that. The messaging is out there and the dog whistles and whatnot. So if you think, oh well, you know, it's not that the messaging was bad from the Democrats, it's that everyone loves white supremacy. Well, then it's because of the messaging, sweetheart. (laughs) People just we remember that show with Bill Cosby, kids say the darndest things? We need to do an adult version now. Adults say the darndest things, and instead of Bill Cosby, because that would be a little controversial, we'll get OJ Simpson to host it. One of the good blacks. Probably time to bring it back out. Edward Durr, GOP truck driver, upsets longtime New Jersey Democrat. Let's go
2: and the governor's race though isn't the only extremely close race that we're seeing in our area the senate seat in south jersey's district 3 is also in a close heat
4: what? I mean really close steve <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow that sounded convincing <laughs> he's, one minute he's scratching his neck who is this guy <laughs> he's scratching his neck he's barely paying attention and then I think he just heard his name mentioned. I don't think he was listening to her at all. And he heard his name mentioned, and then he just kind of cracked into gear, didn't he? Whoa, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> Over to you, Chris. Whoa, hey, yeah, it was, uh, it was fucking amazing out there, huh? They, <laughs> Lou Frigno. they can't hide their contempt.
2: <laughs> and the governor's race, though, isn't the only extremely close race that we're seeing in our area. What else the you got for me, The city in South Jersey's District 3 is also in a close heat. Really?
4: What? I mean, really close,
1: Steve. <laughs> I mean, what really close, Steve. <laughs> oh. The guy, the, the reporter Steve looks like the kind of guy who would run an inner-city cafe slash internet cafe a little organic internet cafe (laughs) you know
0: hi and this isn't just a local race it has statewide repercussions because it's the senate president the second most powerful man a lot of people think steve sweeney is the most powerful man because he controls the entire legislative process the hearings the budget not no more he doesn't <laughs> not no more he doesn't
1: now he's now he's getting around town unshaven and in fucking sweatpants <laughs> wait goodbye Na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na. See you, mate. Some people think he's the most powerful man in local government. Well, if that were true, he wouldn't be walking around looking like somebody who rolled out of a dumpster. Would he?
0: You name it. And so that is hanging in the balance, but hanging he, he doesn't win his local Senate seat. He's not gonna be the Senate president, and he's been the legislative leader the longest in New Jersey history since 2010, a senator down here in Gloucester, Salem, and Cumberland counties for 20 years this January. <laughs> Five times elected, but maybe not re-elected. And the man who looks like he could have upset him
1: has two has two signs on a lawn and one sticker on his car. This is this is out the front of, by the way. This is out the front of Edward Durr's house, which also doubles as his campaign headquarters. (laughs) How fucking good is this guy? What an absolute legend. Next to his drinking car.
0: Up by 2,000 votes when he went to bed, uh, when all the county clerks reported the numbers, Edward Burr. Uh, the Republican candidate, and he lives a very modest life here. He's a truck driver for Raymore and Flanagan. He
1: lives a modest life. He's not worthy of being in our employ. Look, you might have got elected, but don't you dare call yourself a colleague. I mean, look at him. He doesn't even come from a fancy university. Look at him. Look at this disgusting here. I hope that the media are all, you know, showing his house, uh, you know, in great detail in the hope that somebody will go over there and put a stop to this bigotry. I mean, clearly, you know. That's what somebody out there would be saying if they were progressive and enlightened, perhaps. Oh, that was close. Nearly stepped on it. On that all right. And one more article here before we take a little break. We'll be right back, though. GOP candidate who shocked Sweeney faces demands to repudiate offensive tweets, ladies and gentlemen, as was touched on in the other article. Two civil rights advocacy groups for Muslims have called on the surprise winner of South Jersey legislative race to repudiate an offensive tweet. (laughs) So there you have it. So his first job after being elected in New Jersey after kicking out the longest-serving Senate president in New Jersey history, a guy who's won five elections back to back to back to back, after spending less than $10,000, his first official business, thanks to the outrage mulling of his opponents, is to, you know, he's not going to be... He's only ever going to be asked questions when they want him to apologize for something. That's the only time they're going to listen to you, mate. But nonetheless, his first order of business once he gets in, once he measures up to put the curtains in his office, will be to answer for, you know, repudiate his offensive, bigoted, hate-filled tweet, ladies and gentlemen, about Muslims. There you have it. The Ballad of Edward Durr. Good luck to you, sir. All right. I'm going to take a very short break, get myself a beverage. When we return, much more. We'll get to the stuff that you contributed tonight to the show. It is a free-for-all, so... Stick around, we'll see you
4: soon. Oh! Happy Hanukkah, my hey, name. You son of a bitch! No hey, argument. Hey, hey, careful, man! There's a beverage here, huh?
0: You never know who's going to stop by when you're watching the TV. All the people that you've gotten to know, and the new faces you see. You got Phil, he's the man in charge, you know he's running the show. He's got all of the news of the day, and all the gossip to unload. So settle in, cause we're going through the next couple hours, it's just us and you. Y'all go. Everything you see right here on Winning TV You never know who's gonna drop in when you're watching Winning TV
3: Hey, come on. hey, 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 get over here!
0: Okay, now you're you, I'm me.
6: I'm me? Hey, don't jerk me around, fella. It's Greeno here from the starting block. On behalf of the block, we just wanted to let you all know We're all in this together. Well, except if you have coronavirus, then stay the fuck away. But in every other situation, we're in it together. To all of you on the front lines, those of you turning a footstool, a walk, and a pitchfork into a home gym, those of you who have given your housemates a mental breakdown because you decided lockdown was a great time to learn the keyboard and the only thing you can play after eight weeks is chopsticks over and over and over again. And those of you who are homeschooling and are now understanding the question you used to harass your math teacher with of, "When THE FUCK ARE WE EVER GONNA NEED TO KNOW THIS IN THE REAL WORLD? Is coming back to bite you on the ass. Just remember, like a 1990s Australian sitcom, we are all in this together. The days may be long, but in times like this, you can rest assured, we will be here to waste an hour of your week, Friday night's Australian time, at dlive.tv slash the starting block. So take care, social distance, whack on a mask, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. It may not cure coronavirus, but it sure will help us with our rankings. And isn't that really the most important thing right now?
0: And the tailpipe you're not gonna
1: fall for the banana in the tailpipe <laughs> it should be more natural brother it should flow out like this look man i ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe well folks
4: i have to tell you i just saw the craziest moving picture clip you've ever seen where you ask well it's the Victor show he plays the wildest moving picture clips <laughs> well let me tell you a little more about it to make you laugh out loud. Something for the political crowd. Put it all together and you got the Victor Show. So next time that you're in town, why not make Mr. Von Schroom proud? Come on down and watch the Victor Show today.
6: If you want to listen to a show that wastes 60 minutes of your time, talking about something that you probably could cover in the space of about 30-35 seconds, then sure, why not? Check out the Daily Boogie. This is Justin.
4: The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported.
0: All so right, This world can get you down. There's a one thing you can do. You gotta get back up.
4: And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. It. Come on, everybody, boogie boogie tonight.
0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie boogie tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie boogie tonight.
1: Friday night edition the once-a-week edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, thank you to... <clears throat> pardon me. Thank you to the person who left the tip just as I went to the ad break. I mean, thank you for the tip, but your timing is terrible. <laughs> Shithead. <laughs> so, hang on. Let's, so let's replay it, because that wouldn't be fair.
2: Happy Hanukkah, my niggas! <laughs> oh, Trump takes credit, dipped three dollars. Yes. That win it was, was all me. me. Yes, yes, I won, I won that, won that race. race. It had, it had nothing, nothing to, do, to with do
1: with him. Without the MAGA people, this wouldn't have happened. I saw a Hill article the other day, and Trump came out and said, "You know, without MAGA, uh, that Virginia guy, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have won that election. Without MAGA, he would have lost by fifteen points." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Shh." <laughs> I, that, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Just, just hang on to it, mate. Just, just hold it in. Okay, just a little bit longer, All right, Just wait a little bit. Ixnay on the ump tray.
2: Okay,
1: just hold it in for a little bit longer, sir. I know you've got it in you. Don't you have a Don't you have a social media platform now? What are you doing in the hill? Uh, This happened.
3: I do think that there's aliens already on this earth. Are you telling me that you're going to look at Hillary Clinton and all these lizard people and tell me that they're from this planet? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't want to be from the same planet as Hillary Clinton.
1: (laughs) What is going on on the news? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Fox Business. (laughs) (laughs) You see what happens? If you take Alex Jones away... Right? If you don't have that outlet, you take Alex Jones off the TV. This is what happens. We get more of you. We get more of them. You cut one down and two grow in its place. So now we've got a lot more Alexes running around out there. <laughs> Lizard <Listen>, people.
0: <laughs> Fox.
1: I have to reiterate, Fox Business
3: I do think that there's aliens already on this earth. Are you telling me that you're going to look at Hillary Clinton and all these lizard people and tell me that they're from this planet? I don't think so. I don't want to be from the same planet as Hillary Clinton.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yes, like I said, I did put the call out. If you wanted to cover something on tonight's show and drop it in here and some people have ladies and gentlemen so let's have a look top entry here victor von schroom With a little article thank you for the thank you to the people who sent stuff in it's been a while since we've done one of these free for alls this this used to be part of every thursday night show and we'd end up sometimes it'd be like 20 or 30 things though so it could take like 2 or 3 hours covid access pass qr code issued for adolf hitler <laughs> <laughs> COVID access pass QR code issued for Adolf Hitler Ministry Investigating. Well, I'm glad someone's investigating. The Ministry of Public Health is investigating a valid coronavirus access pass QR code issued in the name of Adolf Hitler. A cybercriminal created this QR code as proof. So Adolf Hitler is a (laughs) cybercriminal? He's still alive, isn't he? He's running a Russian bot farm out of Argentina.
0: The cybercriminal Adolf Hitler.
1: A cybercriminal created this QR code as proof that he can make valid access passes under any name, RTL News reports. They told the broadcaster that they could make QR codes from France and Poland, which also could be used in the Netherlands as they are European codes. Winning TV with a diamond, I laughed when he showed me this base trolling. No, no, are you saying that there isn't an Adolf Hitler? The Dutch health ministry is trying to figure out exactly how this QR code was created. There are various possible scenarios, including the culprit works for the health service in Poland or France. But according to RTL, the ministry is mainly concerned that the secret keys of the French and Polish QR codes were stolen. But it's a it's a it's a fail-safe system. Everything is secured. You know they they tell you for years and years that you should hand over just hand over all of your data. Don't worry about it. It's going to be safe. You know. These passports and these wallet apps and all this fucking shit that we keep all your cards and your financials and your, now your medical details in. This is all, it's all solid, mate. We, there's no way anyone can get in there. Elections can't be rigged, right? You know what I mean? So there's no way you can get in there. It's all good. And then without fail, almost every single time,
0: every single time,
1: without, almost without fail. Uh, you know, a month or two, six months or so later, after this thing gets launched and it's rolled out, the inevitable happens. Oh, well, it looks like the secret cu- the secret pass keys were hacked again. Oh, well, you know, this happens. These things happen. <laughs> and then they tell you you're crazy for thinking that it wouldn't happen, even though they spent two years telling you that it wouldn't happen. There is no evidence that the Dutch secret keys were stolen, according to the broadcaster. RTL contacted the person who made the Hitler QR code through a forum where they offer their services. They told the broadcaster that they could create a QR code for any name, charging 300 euros for the service. Well, free market wins again, ladies and gentlemen. The free market wins yet again. Where there is a need, there is a service. They also said that they could only make QR codes from Poland and France. Well, that's unfortunate. That really limits the marketplace, the rollout in the Western Hemisphere. The, the QR codes are used for coronavirus access passes in the Netherlands. These passes which show that the person is vaccinated against COVID-19 recovered from an infection or tested negative for coronavirus within the past 24 hours are required to access the hospitality cultural and events industries, ladies and gentlemen. So there you have it. Adolf Hitler. Hitler gets himself a pass. How do you like that? Another one from Victor von Schroom. Let's see what we got here. Hello. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see the headline, and I quote: "Men with golden penis syndrome are ruining sex and dating for women. Again, women are the victims. Apparently, apparently, these penises are literally God's gift to women, and they're like, you know what? I've just had so much of this amazing dick, this amazing penis. It's not fair. Now I'm ruined." <laughs> That's called regret When you know you gave away the best penis The golden penis When you got rid of it Because you were young and cocky and pretty And you thought the good times would last forever But they didn't And now you know it's ruined you Beware of the college grad cad Men with college degrees have become so cocky that they're ruining romance for their female uh, counterparts. One, quote, leading expert alleges, just 40.5% of college students in the United States are male, according to the National Student Clearinghouse, meaning they're in short supply and high demand when dating on campus. Hello, boys. Hello, boys, hey? seems like this gender inequality seems like this artificial gender inequality situation which is really all about equality by you know lowering barriers for women to become university students and having more you know female populated classes and whatnot seems like there's an upside after all In 20 years from now, the stereotype will be reversed because the stereotype, you know, has been and still is today that the girl goes to college to be a slut. But that's going to be reversed 20 years from now. It'll be, you know, the boys are going to college to get their dick wet. (laughs) The boys are going to college to sleep around because there's so much pussy there. (laughs) When it was the other way around, when it was mostly men at university, the same, the same situation was happening to the women. It would have been, it would have been instead of golden penis syndrome, it would have been, you know, marble pussy
0: proceed. I don't know.
1: Call it something clever. This end of the week shit. Golden vag, mate. Golden Klunge. A lack of competition has led these men to develop golden penis syndrome, an arrogance that stems from the assumption that a steady supply of females will be sexually interested in them. <laughs> golden penis syndrome has led these smug males, I uh, say so here this has got to be written by oh no, Andrew Court. I was going to say maybe it's just an angry gay man. Hmm, interesting. Golden Penis Syndrome has led these smug males to engage or is he just a feminist, you know? Do you think he's a man who's against toxic masculinity or other some such? Perhaps. I think that might be the case. He's white knighting for Golden Penis Syndrome has led these smug males to engage in dastardly dating practices such as cheating and ghosting because they're confident that other women will always be waiting around the corner. The the young boys at college these days are just chads. Even the nerds are getting laid (laughs) because there's just an imbalance. There's a gender imbalance. So some of the chicks are missing out. The term was purportedly coined by frustrated female students at Sarah Lawrence College. So there, look at this, look at this shit. Oh, how the shoe is now on the other foot, huh? Because when men were competing, when men outnumbered the women on college campuses and other places, when men were competing, it was fucking, you didn't have a fucking problem with competition then, did you? Right? Because the girls could always, the girls could get whatever guy they wanted. Right? There was more guys than there was girls. So they would play the games. They would tag, you know, they would, uh, you know, tow people along they would ghost, they would just take their pick and if a better guy came came around, they'd just go with him instead because, you know, it doesn't matter, there's plenty of guys I'll always get a guy, doesn't matter <laughs> and now the shoe's on the other foot now they're the ones who have to compete and the guys have all the pussy they could ever want, and they're the ones who are going, you know, listen here bitch why don't you just sit there and be patient maybe I'll give you a call next week <laughs> Maybe I'll, maybe I'll call you uh, when I feel like it. What do you think? Oh, yeah, that sounds good. All right, then. See you later. So the college campuses now. Of course, now the problem is all of the guys are now going to go to college to try and get laid, and then there's going to, that's going to create another imbalance back to the female, and then we'll have to listen to the complaining again go through the whole process again. Hopefully we'll be dead by then though, so that's a plus. Fantastic little article. Alright. Uh, Daryl Levine sent this one through. Thank you to our friend from Glasgow, sent this one through. New uh, national anthem for what? For Boogie Stan? For Tasmania. Tasmania's not a country.
2: Get the fuck down. Get the,
4: get the fuck down. It's a NASA lockdown. Get
6: Into bass <laughs> Super hot bitches patrolling your bitches The Russians are taking over Get the fuck down, this is another lockdown Diamond give me my crown We ally with the emus and there's no way that we lose The Russians are taking over
0: Edgy
1: I've said it before and I'll say it again. What are you people doing out there? I don't know what you're into anymore. Any of you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking catchy, though.
2: <laughs> Fucking
1: tickets.
3: Go the Lancer.
2: Happy Hanukkah
1: Marego! Ah, no speaking? Why no speaking? Why didn't you talk? Hey Daddy, I want a golden goose! No, I want one of those! She can't have one. But Daddy, I want a golden penis now! Alright Wonka! How much do you want for the cock? (laughs) i got to give my little girl a penis right now, Wonka. Hand over the golden penis. Daddy, I want to put it in my vagina now. All right, darling, don't worry. Daddy's going to take care of you. (laughs) Daddy's got you covered, sweetheart. Sweetheart, don't let go of the penis. Thank you.
0: Where
6: the fuck were we? This is give me my
5: crown.
2: Many young.
1: a lot. That one is going in the personal file, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are hanging on to that one <clears throat> for dear life. Foggy sent this through our frozen Aussie bro over there in Canada. Thank you for joining us, Fog. The national file. Bombshell. Bombshell. <laughs> No, I'm not signing up. Stop telling me to sign up for things. Stop telling me what to do. Stop telling me to sign up for things. Stop telling me what to do. Computer. Fuck. So sick of this. If I want to sign up for something, I will find it myself. Thank you very much. Stop prompting me. Go away. Bombshell. New York Times, FBI confirmed legitimacy of Ashley Biden diary published by the National File. Who? I, okay, I have two questions. Who is Ashley Biden? And two, she has a diary? Who's Ashley Biden? I, I thought there was only Hunter. Is she the sister of Hunter? Is she the wife who was fucking the other one and then went to Hunter instead? Is that her? I don't know. So uninterested. I'm so uninterested by Biden's family story, you know. Well, Biden's got a, uh, you know, it's got a dead son and his wife, and here's what she does. I don't care. It's his niece, is it? Right. Okay. Sister of Hunter. Well, is, hang on. Is it his niece or his daughter? Cabaret, I now now I don't know if Cabaret's telling the truth. Cabaret says Ashley Biden is Joe's ex-mistress, really, and they're taking photos together. <laughs> I love my husband's whore. She uh she keeps him occupied. It puts him right off to sleep. I don't even have to drug him up. Joe's daughter, okay. Is that see, nobody knows. The people who don't know are asking questions and the people who do know are giving wrong answers because you're all pieces of shit. (laughs) Last year, National File published the entirety of Ashley uh, Ashley Biden's diaries. That's shitty. I mean, I'll read on. I'm going to read on. I'll read the story, but just... I don't think I don't think I've ever once like picked up anyone's diary with the intention of opening it and reading it, and I don't think whenever someone else has found a diary that I've ever been interested to know what's in it. I'm just not. It's written for the the person writes a diary for them, not for you, so it's not going to make any sense to you. I don't know. I've never been into gossip. <laughs> So, if the, if the National File, whoever the fuck they are, uh, do you ko-feffy ads on their fucking...
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're selling coffee mugs.
1: <laughs> okay. So, they're, they're, they're on this website, they are advertising coffee mugs that say on them, shove that mask up your ass. Huh? Huh? Hey? And you know where you get it? You get it at, quote, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) doyoucovfefe.com God, I hope the mug sales are going well got to keep this i mean they published the expose they published ashley biden's diary i mean it's brave journalism (laughs) something a 13 year old girl would do (laughs) is the national file run by you know the cheerleaders at junior high is that who's writing for this Entries in the diary include the author revealing she believes she was sexually molested as a child. Oh, this is this is great stuff. I mean, let there let there be no uh, secret, like let there be no miscommunication on this whatsoever. You're all as bad as each other. Every single one of you. It's pretty seedy stuff. I'll read on, though. So I want to see who fucked this kid. (laughs) Entries in the diary include the author revealing she believes she was sexually molested as a child and shared probably not appropriate showers with her father. Some that detail the author's struggle with drug abuse and the author's crumbling marriage with multiple affairs, along with entries showing the family fears of a potential scandal due to her brother's new home, and those that show a deep resentment for her father due to his money, control, and emotional manipulation. Sounds like a happy little fucking family doesn't it? And you can say what you will about, like, the Trump family and stuff, but a lot of their family relationships were genuine. I mean, while while the whole fucking Republican MAGA world was telling Trump to get rid of Jared Kushner and Ivanka, he just refused to do so. Nope. Nope. And it wasn't like, it wasn't through them having fear or anything like that. He was like, nope, I trust him. And she resents his money and control and emotional manipulation. I think we're starting to see why these people end up, you know, live streaming themselves, smoking crack and having Asian hookers sucking their dicks. (laughs) I mean, you know, look at what they grew up with. If you grew up with your father being a pretty big swinging dick in in federal politics, right, then you grew up your whole life, you know, your friends were the children of other politicians, right? You had probably, for a lot of times, you probably had like a nanny or something, or you had to go to certain schools... The parties that you were, you were going to were mostly, you know, connections and other political fucking events your whole fucking life. And they just slowly suck the life out of you until you become a shell of your former self. And then, and then and only then, when you are completely broken and you have no spirit left whatsoever, then and only then do you get offered your father's Senate seat. <laughs> you get to take over his job. And what a happy, proud day that is. Take Molly and fall asleep. While the vast majority of the media ignored the bombshell revelations, perhaps dismissing their verifiability, the New York Times on Friday reported that the FBI had engaged in two raids on addresses as part of an investigation into how Ashley Biden's diary was obtained. (laughs) Well, like I said, it's pretty fucking, I just, it's pretty tacky to do the whole diary, publish, you know, what did she do to anyone, you know? Has she, what has she done? Oh, I'm I'm watching the chat. Someone tell me in the chat, again, I'm being prompted by this fucking website. No, I'm not buying, I'm not buying your shitty fucking coffee mug and I'm not signing up to your fucking newsletter either. Enough. Fuck you. So I know, you know, maybe I don't know the story. Has she done anything to anyone, really? Tell me in the chat. I'm open to hearing it. (laughs) Cabaret. Cabaret. She deserves this because she kept her mouth shut about the president being a pedophile. (laughs) Well, what did she do to anyone? (laughs) See, that's my point. (laughs) Anyway, there you have it man smashes COVID barrier inside McDonald's after employee asks him to wear a face mask. This is what's happening down here in Sydney, ladies and gentlemen. A Sydney story. Apparently, it's all happening at McDonald's. Let's have a look.
5: Oh, God. All
1: right, let's have a look here. Now, I, I can see the first problem already, ladies and gentlemen. We are dealing with someone. It looks to be a guy and a girl, right? They're out together. Now the girl is dressed in pink, kind of bell bottoms and a pink top, and our man here, ladies and gentlemen, is in fact wearing a pink shirt, which is, which is the first sign of trouble. This is if you are a Sydney cider, right? If you've lived in Sydney for any amount of time, you know what you what you know what you're dealing with when you. Uh, confronted by a man who's out at night wearing a pink shirt. Jim Enwood, yes, salmon. Remember, listen to the advice of the great Chet Hanks, who said, and I quote, "Leave them salmon shits at home, boys." Right, we're just around the corner from our own white boy summer. Don't go fucking it up with the pink shirt. <laughs> Methy spice can get it. Lou Frignos. <laughs> So whenever you see guys in pink shirts out on a Friday or a Saturday night, those are usually the guys who are going to drink too much too fast and then try to fight you later on. And I think it's because they're wearing a pink shirt. See, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just black people in the United States. <laughs> to all the racists out there, I'll have you know that you don't need to export your cultural trash to our country. We have our own and we're very proud of it. You know, you're know, you not the only ones who have these types. <laughs> We've got a few of our own. Imagine, imagine, you know, going to the point that I was discussing earlier, imagine being in, in a McDonald's at one in the morning, getting get trying to get into a fistfight with the McDonald's manager. <laughs> I can't ever imagine being in that place, ever. Just life. Life's so much harder for some people, isn't it? <laughs> the confrontations that they have and... All of the little problems in their day to days. I mean, yeah, life's tough. Ah, uh, Kitty B sent this one through. Now I don't know what's going on here. Is Kitty B around? Maybe she's not. So I, I don't know. I don't know what this is. This guy walking from New York City to Mexico is, but why would he be doing that? See, I don't, I don't know, Kitty. What is this? I don't have any context. I need someone to, you know, fill me in on what's happening here. Because I don't know what this is. <laughs> he, he, he looks he looks like a cross between Forrest Gump and the guy from The Walking Dead. The guy from The Walking Dead who is, like, <laughs> comically got to be the worst. Because I only watched The Walking Dead not that long ago. Like, last year or something. Never watched it before. And I think it was about season four. By, by season three or season four, my wife and myself would laugh with each other every time he spoke because he always spoke the same way.
0: You listen here, Carl. Now, I need you to do what's right for everybody here, Carl, okay?
1: Every line. What should we do, Rick? Well, I tell you what. We've got to take
0: a stand. This place is as good as any. Carl. I want you to do something for me. (laughs) All done. Carl.
5: Carl. Carl.
0: Carl. Carl. Carl.
1: (laughs) He was really just a conservationist, wasn't he? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here, but we'll have a look anyway. (laughs) God. I've been walking for about 57 days Does I mean, doesn't he look like Rick the Prick, though? Look at that He's a dead ringer for him Alright, so he has been walking for 57 days
3: I've been walking for about 57 days and eight hours. Oh,
1: Kitty B's in the chat. Okay, he's coming back to America as an illegal. Okay, so he... Oh, why? So he doesn't have to take the vax or something? Or why? Why is he he doing that? (laughs) Okay, so he's walking from New York City to Mexico so he can come back in as illegal. Okay. How come? (laughs) That seems like a lot of... That seems like a lot of stuff to do, doesn't it? <laughs> Genius, they say. Is that why? Is it some vax-related thing? Why is he doing that? Can he do that? Like, once you're a citizen, aren't you a citizen? Isn't? It, wouldn't it be impossible for... I don't understand. Wouldn't it be impossible for him to enter his own... his nation of his birth illegally? Like, wouldn't they have some record of who he is? <laughs> How can you be be an illegal immigrant to your own country? You know? I don't know what's going on. He's trying to get his 450K. Coral. Coral. They are giving money away. Okay, maybe I should have a crack then. I I like a little money.
3: I've been walking for about 57 days and eight hours. I'm walking from Brooklyn, New York to Del Rio, Texas, where I'll then cross the Rio Grande into Mexico and then re-enter the United States as an illegal immigrant. That way I can get back on unemployment, get free housing, and so the government doesn't punish me for not being vaccinated. I've got about another 326 miles.
1: I wonder if he was thinking. I was hoping I'd have some kind of Forrest Gump action happening by now. Yeah. Nobody's joining me yet. Okay, he never said, I think he just wants some starter money. Okay. Gotta watch him and find out. All right.
3: And then I can get back to life as normal. Better start working on my accent. Wish me luck, amigo. <laughs>
1: Hey, if, he, if he's got if he's got a Patreon, sign me up. I'll throw him a couple of bucks. <laughs> Gotta start working on my accent. See you later, amigos. Mi nami es amigo, amigo, loco, motherfucker.
3: as normal. Better start working on my accent. Wish me luck, amigo.
1: (sighs) Well, that's that. That's that thing. Jesus. Well, thank you very much for that, Kitty B, ladies and gentlemen. I'll just refresh, just in case. And then I think we've got one more thing and we can get the fuck out of here for another week. Let's have a look.
5: Yeah, we did that one.
1: I want a golden goose. Um no, actually, let's just leave it there. <laughs> I've got a couple of things, but you know, eh. Might take too long. So why don't we just come back and do it all again next week? What do you say? Thank you to everyone who joined us tonight. Thank you to everyone who contributed to the show. It's good to see you again. I'll be back next Friday with another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Once a week these days. Don't forget to follow some of our friends. Uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Rational Times, coming up soon. Everyone's favorite lover of French pussy, ladies and gentlemen, will be on at 10 merch. And I think AP will be on later. AP was in. Thank you for joining us, AP. It's always nice when you see AP drop in. He's, AP is legitimately very good. Very good. I, I can't catch it very often because of the time that he's on, so I don't know any of the lore or anything, but I remember first seeing him, like, I don't know, a year or two ago, and he's he's so good at what he does, it's intimidating, <laughs> you know? Because he's just so fast. And he's got everything going on one at a time, and they like, oh, well, he's got, you know, they've got the whole thing going on. He's just full on. I couldn't keep up with him. So he's so good, it's intimidating. (laughs) I'm like, well, I don't think I should be doing a show anymore. (laughs) Kind of wasting everyone's time here. It's tomorrow, Virgie G in the chat. So it's good to see AP. So tomorrow night for AP, uh, winning TV, Sunday night shit show, Joy of Pessy, Uh, Major Tom will be on over the weekend. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you soon. Bye-bye.